Welcome to the John Lothian News Daily Update Podcast for February 16th, 2024. I am your host, John Lothian. This podcast is brought to you by John Lothian News, the home of MarketsWiki and MarketsWiki Education. Thank you for joining us. Here are the hits and takes comments from today's JLN. Euronext yesterday announced strong fourth quarter and full year 2023 results showcasing the advantages of its diversified business model. Costs for 2023 were better than anticipated, with 74 million euros in synergies achieved, surpassing interim guidance. Full year 2023 revenue and income increased by 3.9% to 1,474.7 million euros, with non-volume-related revenue constituting 60% of total income, up from 57% in 2022. Key highlights include growth in technology solutions, advanced data services, custody and settlement, and listing revenue. Clearing revenue remained stable, while trading revenue decreased due to softer cash and derivatives trading offset by record results in fixed income and power trading. Many people politically aligned on the right believe George Soros has a lot of audacity. And they would be almost right. Soros is positioned to become the biggest stockholder in the U.S. radio company Audacity, Inc. when it emerges from bankruptcy. Soros investment firm bought up to $400 million of Audacity's highest-ranking debt, Bloomberg reported, making it the largest member of a group of lenders planning to exchange their loans for stock in the broadcaster. Do you remember the other day when I mentioned how the term washing was the new gate in terms of being added to the end of trends like green and AI? Well, after J.P. Morgan and State Street Global Advisors' withdrawal from Climate Action 100+, the term that is being applied is green hushing. So add hushing to your slang for when support of debate is being stifled. Bloomberg has a story titled, J.P. Morgan's exit from climate group sparks green hushing debate. LSEG's Alex Wilson announced on LinkedIn that he has been, quote, awarded the prestigious freedom of the city of London as part of being invited to join the worshipful company of plumbers, unquote. Do you know who William Post is? He just died at the age of 96, the New York Times reported. There is a good chance you may have at one time consumed his invention. Pop-Tarts. A survey from KPMG addressing the strategy execution gap in sustainability reporting found that businesses are increasingly committed to investing in environmental, social, and governance capabilities over the next three years. While 90% of business leaders plan to increase ESG investment, challenges persist such as measuring ROI and understanding value drivers. A discrepancy between perception and preparedness exists, with many organizations banking on future technologies like artificial intelligence, AI, and machine learning, 
ML to improve sustainability reporting and integration. View the press release and download the report with the link in today's newsletter. Our most read stories from our previous edition of JLN Options were Opportunities in Local and Global Volatility Markets from Eurex, Move Over Tesla, There's a New Options Monster in Town from the Financial Times, As Investors Flee China, Options Traders Pile into Long Shot Bets Pegged to Rebound Hopes from Markets Insider. Subscribe to the free JLN Options newsletter with a link in today's JLN. Here are more stories from the first read section of today's JLN. Here's a video from our Open Outcry Traders History Project series that Robert Lothian shot in Singapore during the FIA Asia Week. From humble beginnings to trading success, the journey of Leonard Koch. Leonard Koch came from a humble background with working parents and thought he might be a policeman when he grew up. However, when he went into the army for his national service, he read that the highest paid people were not doctors or lawyers, but traders. Koch decided he wanted to become a trader. He was captivated by the idea, and after two and a half years of national service, where he was a lieutenant, he began looking for a job as a trader. However, he discovered he lacked a key requirement, experience. You watch this video on johnlothiannews.com. Here's a story from the Financial Times. The headline, The Security Risks That Haunt the World. American power remains crucial for international stability. This is from the editorial board. Next week will mark the second anniversary of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine on February 24, 2022. Although Russia has signally failed to achieve its war aims in Ukraine, the international security situation looks increasingly dangerous with American support for Ukraine faltering due to intransigence of Republicans in Congress, there are legitimate fears that the tide of the war may soon turn in the direction of Russia. Alongside the largest land war in Europe since 1945, attendees at the Munich Security Conference over the coming days will have plenty to ponder. My comment, make markets, not war. Here's another story from the Financial Times. The headline, Why NATO Members Are Sounding the Alarm on Russia's Aggressive Posture. Western defense figures warn of Moscow's capabilities and heightened threat beyond Ukraine. New assessments of Russia's military capabilities and its threats to NATO's security have led to a rising drumbeat of warnings from Western governments and pressure to invest more heavily in defense. Quote, we are living in truly dangerous times and at a point when large-scale conflict is more likely than it has been in recent history, unquote, said a British military intelligence official. Russians bellicose, quote, intent is still there, unquote, said a second UK defense official, quote, its land forces have been degraded in Ukraine, but its air force and navy are largely intact, and Russia is still a major nuclear power, unquote. My comment, we need to listen to our allies. 
Here's another story. This one from fidesk.com. The headline, Lutnik on FMX versus CME. Quote, put us toe-to-toe in the ring and we're on, unquote. Interdealer brokers and market operator BGC Group intends to launch its futures exchange for U.S. Treasury and SOFR contracts this summer to compete with CME Group's U.S. interest rate complex. Chair and CEO of BGC Group, Howard Lutnick, outlined the challenges and opportunities that the firm saw in the upcoming launch of FMX after CME Group reported a good year in 2023 with average daily volume of 24.4 million contracts. My comment, put me in coach, put me in. Here are the top three stories from Thursday's JLN. Our top story Thursday was Chicago Magazine's LaSalle Street Blues, subtitled, As Businesses Desert the Once Vibrant Corridor, Boosters Worry the Mayor Won't Get Behind a Mixed-Use Revitalization Plan. Second was John Lothian's commentary, that's me, The FIA Sure Knows a Hall of Fame Way to Say I Love You on Valentine's Day about the 2024 FIA Hall of Fame honorees. Third was the CME Group's page about its micro gold futures and options, which John mentioned in Hits and Takes. Here are the top three stories from the lead section of today's JLN. The first story is from the Financial Times. The headline, Hedge Fund Stampede into Cocoa Futures Fuels Record Price Spike. Speculative traders have amassed a $8.7 billion bet on further gains, the largest ever. Hedge funds have piled into the cocoa market since the end of last year, exasperating a record-breaking surge in prices sparked by poor harvests in West Africa. Speculative traders have amassed an $8.7 billion bet across London and New York cocoa futures contracts that prices will continue to rise the largest ever in dollar terms, according to positioning data from the Commodity Futures Trading Commission. The next story is also from the Financial Times. The headline, EU clearing rules are a quiet win for London. Also in this week's newsletter, revisiting the financial regulation inherited from the EU. Peter is taking a well-deserved break this week, along with half of the rest of the UK, it seems. So you've got me, and this week I'm going to be digging into the EU's new clearing rules. While Brexit continues to take up a disproportionate amount of time for UK financial regulators, it has long since faded from the international scene. Major meetings of global financial policymakers can go by with just a passing reference to the topic. And then finally, here's a press release from the CFTC. The headline, CFTC names Brian Young as Director of Whistleblower Office. Commodity Futures Trading Commission Chairman Rostam Benham today announced that Brian Young has been named the Director of the CFTC's Whistleblower Office. Quote, whistleblowers play a critical role assisting the CFTC be a strong cop on the beat. Much of our division of enforcement success is tied to the strength of our whistleblower office, unquote, said Chairman Benham. 
Quote, Brian's extensive experience covering the issues directly impacting our markets will ensure the continued success of the CFTC's whistleblower program and the urgent need to provide individuals who have information the assurances needed to come forward, unquote. We're grateful for your attentive listening to the John Lothian News Daily Update. Please spread the word about our podcast among your friends. We would greatly appreciate it if you could spare a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform on which you access this podcast. Your reviews play a crucial role in introducing our content to new listeners. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the daily John Lothian newsletter email yet, you can enjoy a complimentary 90-day trial by visiting johnlothiannews.com forward slash trial. Thank you for your valued support. Have a great day and stay safe and treat people the same way you want to be treated, with respect, equality, and justice. This has been John Lothian. Goodbye. This podcast has been produced by Andrew Lothian.